0: You're on
1: the trail, you've had those snacks, and it's just not enough. You need a little bit, something more, something different, something special. Now you can have those special goodies. They're called cha-chas, sugar-coated rhino beetles covered in peanut oil. And they are going to give you the pick-me-up, and it's going to poke you in all the right places in that body to get it moving. Check it out at pokeme.beetlebugs. everybody this is derek and with me today is the only man who washes his hands with sand and spit and also uses it as an aftershave and hand sanitizer on the trail carl mandrioli we got yes. a good one today buddy we got a good one we do welcome to the backpacking and bushes
2: podcast with me today is derek somerville he thinks monsters aren't good at math unless you count dracula
1: Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, are you yeah. going back? Like It's like the Sesame Street count?
2: Yeah. Or no? Okay. We'll Correct, yeah. Go.
1: He's he's one of the best characters, right? Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah. The reason for why sure. I, I did the math reference was because we're going to be talking about the Great Divide Trail today, mm-hmm. right?
1: That was a stretch. That was a stretch, but okay. We'll go well, with Well,
2: it's it. going to circle back towards the end as well. And Indeed. so, yeah, we got Villain Jesse coming on the show mm-hmm. because- mm-hmm. Even though he did this over a year ago, he's just now getting his his video series out and I think it was worth the wait because I've had, I've had a chance to preview some of these and wow that's an amazing, amazing trail man
1: amazing yeah
2: yeah amazing so so we're we're doing yeah kind of a different structured episode this time so he's gonna be on here in a couple minutes but first we've got our Bible verse of the episode mark yep eight fourteen and they had forgotten to take bread and did not have more than one loaf in the boat with them.
1: No. Mm.
2: You know where I'm going with this. What do you think is the most forgotten item on a backpacking trip?
1: Mm. Most forgotten item. That's a good yeah. question. Um, is there like an official item? Or was this like a guess? I, I don't this is know. It's just I, your I opinion. It's a there's no, there's no right answer here. I want to say, I, I bet people forget bug spray. I mean, I know mm-hmm. we don't bring it, but I bet people forget bug spray or obviously you forget pillows. Maybe like a toothbrush. <laughs> let's, go, pillows. let's go toothbrush. <laughs> okay. Go a toothbrush. toothbrush. Yeah. I would, I would say spoon
2: normally, but I think people actually bring the spoon and just can't find it in their backpack. Is more That's the possible. Issue. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they just got too
1: much junk in there.
2: Yeah. So yeah, Jesse's going to take us through some scenarios and he, he forgot a pretty critical piece of gear and figured that out on day one. So we'll talk about that for sure. Yeah. And yeah, anything else you want to say before we jump in? No, let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. it. Villain Jesse.
2: We are here with the Gargamel of the backpacking world. We have Villain Jesse with us. How's it going, man?
3: (laughs) I'm doing fantastic, you guys. How are you guys doing?
2: Good. Good. Sort of good Good now. Sort of good good. now. Let's let's be honest. I, I got a couple things to talk about. Last episode we talked about some of the feedback we got from our uh, Grand Tetons episode, the the narrative we did.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I had a chance to listen mm. to that recently.
2: Yeah, thanks for listening. Derek asked the question because I, I asked him what he predicted the feedback would be, and he's like, "There's always got to be, you know, one person with the negative." I had a feeling. Yeah. Like, I
1: actually thought it was going to be Carl on his own trip, <laughs> but
2: you know. here's my own negative feedback, and and I <laughs> so I revealed everybody that you liked the episode, but you said it it probably wasn't for everybody, and. Yeah. The overwhelming feedback we got was like, you know, tinker here or there, but for the most part, we liked it a lot. And so yours was the most mm. negative of all the feedback. So thank you. Well,
3: that's that's fitting. You know, I'm here to be the negative Nancy, to be the villain, to tell <laughs>
2: people, I don't yeah. want you guys to succeed. So I
3: think you should put that behind a paywall so that only people who can nice. listen to it can pay yes. for it, right? So then the, the good people of the masses don't have to hear that kind of craziness, right? And they don't get it. Because obviously, <laughs> if they want it, if they want it, I don't want them to have it. That's oh, what Okay, fair is, enough. Right? That,
2: that, yeah. That's reasonable.
1: Yeah. You know, at least he's clear-minded. He's clear-minded yeah. about what he wants or doesn't want, for that matter. So, and, good. and
2: here's the weird thing: this is like a separate thought, but kind of goes along with what you know Jesse's been talking about here. Is I don't know where this came about, but a couple of weeks ago, I actually had a dream, like a pretty oh, vivid no. dream with Jesse as a main <laughs> character in the dream. So, did I tell you this, Jesse? No, yeah, you told I think
3: you vaguely remember villains? you telling me that you had a dream, but you were gonna wait to tell me on air. It's terrifying. Yeah. I forgot about this. Mm.
2: So here's the dream. Jesse owns a donut factory Ooh. and mm. I go in to take him down for bad working conditions for all of his workers. Okay. <laughs> and he's nice like, surprise. he's not having it. And so he starts shooting me with a peanut M M&M and M gun. Oh, that's a good weapon of Ooh. choice. I know, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and I started like, like gathering a... the peanut MMs. I'm that's like, nice. I'll just, I'll just eat these. This is not a problem. And uh,
3: good call, good call. So then
2: he, so good then defense. he somehow magically is like, yeah, I don't think that's you know really punishing Carl enough. So then he turns it into a throw up gun.
3: Oh, oh, that's yeah. genius! Good man. Oh, cool. Dream Jesse—he took a turn for like, he like really like he ramped that up to hundred. It went from like peanut covered M and M's to to vomit. Wow, like <laughs> just pure. Like, wait, to- the hatred is
1: real. Carl, did you did you wake up and just like smell yourself? <laughs> I know, really, just to make sure. <laughs> but yeah, I f- know yeah, what I
2: want feel free wait, to analyze. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means, but yeah. it's yeah, weird it's, for sure. Oh, we
3: weird. do.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want to know. Did Derek? Did Derek work in these poor working conditions? Did I like, have him as a slave and you were trying to set him free in my donut mill?
1: Oh, there's a good story. Am here. I like the princess peach to your Mario? There we or go. Yes. Like, yeah, going? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, and why, why? I don't think he's ever dreamed about me, Jesse. Like so. so I don't know. This is kind of fl- should yeah. be flattering yeah, for you so. that he's dreaming. Yeah, about Yeah, I don't know if a vomit gut, a dream
3: that ends with a vomit gun could be called flattering in any situation, Derek. I'm sorry. Mm.
1: Right.
2: Right. Mm. Anyway, okay. I just thought that was well, weird. So I mean, there you go. This is that's not what this episode is about. So um, we have something called like a reverse interview going on. What What is this? Yeah,
3: well, cool. here's the thing. I've heard I've been listening to you guys for years, and you guys have talked about all these tips and all these ideas that you guys have and suggestions, and you've gone on these backpacking trips, but you've never done something really intense. You've Ooh. never done something really wild wow. like wow. a through hike. I mean, maybe you did years ago, Carl. Yeah, you can bring up a Derek, <laughs> you've been to Antarctica. Okay, whatever. But let's talk about real current things like real. a through hike Antarctica recently. Steak on the wildest through hike, AKA the great divide trail, AKA the mm. roughest and the hardest, most remote trail in North America. I want to know the GDT, know, yeah. the GDT yeah. can you guys do it? Could you do it? How would it.
2: you? If I'm going solo, no, I'm not going to be by myself for that long. So, <laughs> do I, do I want to do it? Uh, right, I don't know.
3: Yeah. Carl's questions for the, like, answers for the rest of the episode are like, yep, nope, I can't do that. Not so. Nope. I, I, Am I alone? Yeah, nope, can't do it. I failed. Pretty I confident
2: <laughs> I could do it if I had um, one of you guys with me. But yeah, I, I know where you're going with this. And honestly, like, what you just said right there was borderline insulting, but but actually true. So, it's kind of hard to naysay that.
1: Well, wow.
3: That's my job as a villain is speak the truth and
2: twist your words. Twist your words. There we go. That's going to
3: be good. I'm going to throw some situations your guys' way. And these are situations that I actually experienced on the Great Divide Trail. And you guys are going to have to tell me what you would do in your Mm. own crazy shenanigan, Daryl and Derek and Carl. I just called Mm. you Daryl. Let's try that again. That's fine. 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 Just call us (laughs) Daryl. Carl or, you know, or, <laughs> or your couple, a couple, couple name, Car- Carrick or Darryl, either Carrick one, or Darryl, yeah, yeah, either,
1: either one.
3: <laughs> um, anyways, you guys are going to have to answer these questions in your own Derek and Carl shenanigans okay. way, okay. and I will tell you whether or not you would pass
1: on the Great My okay. Trail. Carl, I mean hmm. Carl, right away, I'm like, are they that hard? Because he survived, and here he is. Yeah, but
2: just to clarify, you know, yeah, I think these some of these scenarios are gonna be hard. But just to clarify, this is kind of like a precursor for your release of the videos that took you only like a year and a quarter to to put out, correct? You
3: know, it's probably harder than hiking the trail itself was putting these videos together. I believe it. (laughs) Straight up. But yeah, by the the time this airs, those videos will be actually out. I have a trailer that gives you a taste and a teaser of what's to come on the whole series. And uh, by now, I think the first episode, uh, maybe even the second episode will be out. But yeah, the series will be rolling out as we speak. Mm, So I'm excited.
1: Yeah, man, I'm excited too. Villain and Jesse, is this, is this considered like your legacy? Is this like, it's this mm. a big deal?
3: Yeah, this, this actually, actually, like, I don't know if legacy, that sounds like a little bit too big, but um, oh, definitely okay. something I want to be able to have and show for, to people. And, and honestly, like, okay. I'm excited to show my kids one day and be like, hey. A memoir,
1: this... a strong memoir. Yeah. And okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Or
3: a memoir of failures, a memoir of failures. Yeah, we go. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough.
2: I mean, Derek, don't you think, you know, your kids in, I don't know, like five years when you start getting Alzheimer's, are gonna be listening to your old podcast episodes, thinking mm. like, "Man, this is what my dad sounded like when he was sharp." Wow. Happy.
1: When he was, sharp. <laughs> are he was they, sharp. Are they
3: gonna are they gonna think he was sharp when they listen to uh, these there podcasts? There it is. There it is. There oh, it is. I'm just <laughs> saying, you guys. <laughs> <Woo>! Okay.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Just when just when I thought Bill and Jesse was bringing us together, you pulled yeah. us back apart. Yeah, that's show. correct. Okay. correct. Way to go. Good all job. right, so
2: we've got yeah, so you've got the videos coming out. Just just kind of side note than that. We've got links in the show description. I'll put them on our social media page. I've actually watched the first episode, and the trailer actually, and both are excellent. So highly mm. recommend. I don't yeah, I was, I was going to say more, but I'm going to save it. So all right, Jesse, what you got?
3: All right, situation number one. So, you've heard that Parmesan cheese is an excellent source of calories. So, you buy a big brick of Parmesan cheese, but you don't want to carry that all on trail. Mm. So, you cut it up into bite sized bits, wrap them in saran wrap, mm. and put them in your resupply boxes that you're going to be picking up throughout the trail. Mm. You get to one of these resupply boxes and you open it up. And after these boxes have been sitting in 90 to 100 degree weather, Ooh. you have found that these Parmesan cheese packets have oozed stinky, smelly Parmesan cheese oil onto all your food your snack packages everything what do you
1: do you want to start us carl
2: well i I mean he's kind of painting that in like a negative light but wouldn't mm. you kind of want Parmesan cheese juice all over your stuff? <laughs> I mean, I, I just, it
1: actually sounded really good. It actually, sounded really good. Okay, you are in. I don't see the fruit. problem exactly,
3: here. You like, what's the... You're in grizzly.
1: <laughs> Derek just takes it and starts rubbing it all
3: over his chest. It's like, oh, here we go. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna lick all of it up and absorb the calories that way. Derek, what about you? <laughs> you are in grizzly bear territory. Mm. Okay, so okay, so you don't want to, to lick it up.
3: You don't want to be smelling like a tasty stick of Parmesan walking through the woods all day, every day, and then stopping and camping someplace where you are now a not-walking stick of Parmesan. You're just a laying, sleepy, tasty par- stick of Parmesan.
1: I'm not really worried. Mm. I think, a little known fact, I think Grizzlies are more Gouda-type bears, Gouda cheese bears, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really worried at this point. Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> good
2: call, good call. Oh, this is, a, this is an interesting scenario, Jesse, to be... I know we're kind of goofing, but to be honest, yeah, I'm trying to think if I would actually... Wrap it in saran wrap in the first place. Have you brought Parmesan cheese before, Derek? Uh, no,
1: I feel like I'd ziplock it though, right? Right, Mm. saran wrap's like 1985, that's like a good 1985 move. There, um, I mean, I don't know, would you what would you probably what just like walk down to the river and rinse everything off? And then I would,
2: yeah, (laughs) well, not at the river, but yeah, I would would (laughs) clean it up as much as possible. I'm not too concerned with the grizzly bears because I feel like, I mean, if you're talking about like you smell like Parmesan cheese, therefore you're going to attract the bears. Well, when you put sunblock on, you smell like sunblock and supposedly Mm -hmm. that attracts the bears too. So I'm not sure what the difference is. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just clean it up and keep moving forward.
3: Keep moving forward. Well, I think (laughs) I like, I like Derek's response of he'd avoid the problem altogether and just put it in a a Ziploc bag and fix it. there. there, That's what I would
2: have had, but honestly, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I guess I would bring, like, shaved Parmesan cheese so I could put that in my, my meals at night, but I don't know if I'd have a block. Maybe, yeah. it, I don't know. Shaved? Pine You're going to shave it?
1: Ahead of time. You gonna get the, the cheese grater and great uh, oh, yeah. great cheese for like an hour before the trip. Not yeah. for an hour.
3: So I I yeah. I did wash. I washed every bag, um, everything that I had. Fortunately, I actually was still in a national park, so I was able to run to the outhouses oh. there and wash every single container and package off mm, with oh, soap wow. and water, and then uh, continue on the hike. So I mean, I so I now had it smells a little... like
2: soap. So you're just you're just adding a different scent, right? I
3: don't know. I don't think soap is as smelly as Parmesan cheese. I mean, like it's it smelt like Parmesan cheese mm. okay
2: okay okay next
1: i think yeah oh, what are you gonna say? go ahead no
2: no no we're still talking about
1: this because Well, i was gonna say i was gonna say mentally it's a, it's a it's a different thought like it's like it's like oh would you go eat like a bowl of cereal while you're going number two in the bathroom probably not because you are smelling <laughs> different things
4: you know what i mean
3: <laughs>
4: so you won't do what that Oh, <laughs> you know,
2: same
1: same. sames. <laughs> I'm saying if everything smells like Parmesan cheese, you're not really gonna want to enjoy it's just you get in a different mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if soap means clean. <laughs> I that you know, if that part makes sense for sure. Yeah, for,
2: you want you want clean and fresh. For sure. You don't want oily yeah. and parmesani. Yeah. But showing up with like your gear soaked in something like Derek is very used to that scenario.
3: So oh, he was ready to yeah. go. Yeah, But that that's one. water. That's water. That's not the same thing.
1: OK, Carl. Yeah, thank you. And Carl would eat Parmesan cheese going number two, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> OK, next
3: one, is Jesse. That was a good one. What you got? Next one. OK, so you get onto the trail. You are on heading to your first camp of a seven day trek before you get to the next town. And mm-hmm. you sit down, you pack, you set up, you're ready for that sweet first meal of the backpacking journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes. I'm excited already. You dig Fantastic. down, you get your, your meal ready and you realize you forgot your fuel.
1: No, oh, you have no that's, fuel. That's, yeah, that Okay,
3: is brutal. One other thing, there's fire bands and it's been insanely hot and dry. So mm-hmm. legit actually kind of scary if you start a fire.
2: But okay.
3: what mm. do you do? Do you risk it? What do you do? Oh,
1: sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. So,
2: Derek, as a as a veteran and forgetting things, what would you do? Well, that's I learned from you. Um <laughs> Pillow, great pillow master. It was
3: Bill, Carl. It was Bill. It like rolled out of the trailer. It wasn't <laughs> It rolled
1: out. <laughs> the trailer door was open. Things just fell out. I bet you Bill and the Sasquatch are rolling on it right oh, now. There you go. Probably just rolling it right now. Snickers, you Snickers, know? necklace, and all. Oh, for sure. Uh I, I think I mean this is a, this is a tough one. Because, I mean, you know that feeling of, like, you can't wait for that hot meal, right? Um, Mm -hmm. If if there's no option to heat it, there's no fuel, and you don't want to do a fire because there's, like, a legit danger. I mean, do you have to just... Bite the bullet and either like soak it in parmesan oil or cold oh. soak it.
3: <laughs> the parmesan oil, No. like okay. Bring it back. That's Soap why you want the parmesan, parmesan oil. It's not cold soaking; it's parmesan soaking.
2: You know, I have. Uh, <laughs> I don't have two cups of water. I got two cups of parmesan oil. I got that oil from earlier. That's, that's old like, hundred degree, like oil. crunchy
3: and parmesan. That's the only that's texture: so... crunchy and parmesan. Mm, that's, so
1: that's tasty. tasty. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, you know,
2: <laughs> that was one of your best answers right there. That was amazing. <laughs> okay, what are you gonna do, Carl? Uh,
1: you just gonna sit on it like a mother goose and warm it up, or what? No,
2: I know what he does, and so I have to. I'm trying. Okay. I, I probably would have done what he did, to be honest, but maybe a little bit differently. Yeah, Derek doesn't um, have all the information
3: no, right, of this story, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I haven't got
1: to see this. he sent it to me, like, yeah,
2: gonna... yeah. Well, no, it's better. I think it's better that you didn't. You didn't know what he did. You're in a better spot.
1: Yeah, because I, I think I would have answered this way. We'll see. I'll tell you if you Yeah. Were.
2: I guess I would have been looking for people that were hiking out to see if they had any like, you know, partial fuels that they wanted to unload some extra weight on, mm. and I just would be happy to take it off their hands, but if there's nobody around, if there's no, I don't know, I feel like if there's nobody around and I start like a little mini fire just to kind of boil my water, then somebody's going to walk by who's and then, you know, start shaking their finger at me, so I don't know. Mm-hmm.
3: What I did was exactly wow. that. There were some campers in this campsite with me and I bit the bullet, went over to them and was like, "Hey, does anyone have some some fuel by any chance?" And fortunately, one guy had an entire canister. He was they were hiking out the next day and he hadn't even he wow. hadn't even used it. He bought two, no. brought two and he hadn't even used one. So it was it was actually more than I needed because it was a larger size than I needed, yes. but it saved it saved it, right? Yeah, worth it. So worth but yeah, it. I was worried I was going to have to be cold oh, so
2: Wait a second. Wait, I wait, wait. So use. he had, he, he brought two mm-hmm. and he only used one. Did you go into, you know, backcountry Ford mode and you're like, you know, I have a way for you to shave <laughs> some weight out of this oh, pack I, here. I told, I
3: actually, I told people this because people don't believe this. Like when I go on a seven day trip, I'll only bring a small, like the smallest size fuel canister. And that lasts me. It lasts me exactly seven days. It's tight. It's tight. I not have to wow. be careful but it so. will last me seven days. And so okay. I tell people all that time and they don't believe that. They're like, no, no, no. I, I'm going on a two day. I'm, I'm going on a two day trip and I need a big
2: size. If you have an inefficient stove and if you're making coffee, I don't believe that. You know what, oh, Carl?
3: Coffee.
2: I, yeah. hiked, I hiked the GDT and I did it. Beat Wait, it. okay. Well, tell me, did you have an inefficient stove? Did you make coffee?
3: Yep, I had the BRS uh, 3000, which is, some people think is, you, we've had this conversation before, you think is incredibly inefficient, and it is a fairly inefficient stove. And I made coffee every single morning. I even had hot breakfasts,
1: usually. I did not wow. have hot lunches, okay. though. You see, you see how we switched this whole thing back into an interview at you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, gotta get, we gotta get this back on track here. Yeah? Yeah. thank Let's you, Gary.
3: No, I'm
2: interested get, in this, because I was just, when we did our Grand Tetons trip, we had a partial canister, and then we had a full canister, And one guy was using an MSR stove with the full canister, and that thing ran out in three days. And I had the partial (laughs) canister of the jet boil, and I still had fuel left over.
3: See, huh. this is we could go back to the jet boil. This is why I'm against the jet boil because I think it's entirely unnecessary. If Did you, you hear what I just properly, said? Though I know because some, clearly somebody was doing something improperly. But if you do things properly, uh, you should be good. Was he? It was, he, it was he, also
2: we were higher elevation, likely, and it was really cold. So that, there's two factors mm. there.
3: That is, yeah, cold is a big thing. Elevation, probably. Huge. I was at pretty high elevation often on the GDT, so I, I don't know. But
2: okay, the next one, is Jesse. That was a good one. What you got? You're camping
3: at a campsite. Where a bear can get into the bear locker,
2: this sounds fake. A bear can't (laughs) get into a bear locker, that's the whole purpose (laughs) of the bear locker. No, it's a hundred
3: percent real. And if you don't believe me, you can watch the Mm. first episode and you can actually see a video of the bear, yeah, taking out the pin, yeah, opening double
1: downing
2: on the
3: spoilers. Spoilers, people. You can see it I yourself. Like it. If you don't believe it, click the links in the description no, he's, below. Jesse's
2: right. I, I saw the footage of it. Okay. It is ridiculous. That that's probably my favorite single scene, actually, in the whole video. What's so
1: weird about how how is the bear able to access this pin? Like, what's going on? It's like a, it's like a flip pin
3: that like it's. I don't know what you would call those. Like 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 a latch. So there's a, a door there's handle. A la- there's a no no no. So there's Get a, a, a typical. A uh, bolt. What do, you, what do you call like a trailer? A trailer pin like that goes through, and then like there's like a, a yeah, a, a pin,
1: a trailer pin. Yeah.
3: Okay. So I okay. Let's a latch. So it's like a trailer pin latch that like goes through and then there's also like a handle where you have to stick your hand to press the lever and actually pull the thing open. And the bear has learned that if he just pushes up hard enough on the pin, he can push it through and okay. then he can put his hand and his claws hit the little latch and he pulls it open. That's, like the, it's it's actually
1: insane. There's a video of it. Yeah, That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. Where do you put your food? Bury it in the ground. I mean, I don't know. I mean... Hang it from? you hang it from Ooh. a tree? Like, did you have the option of hanging from a tree?
3: Oh, that would be good. Except for a wildfire had come through three years earlier and taken out literally <laughs> all the trees in the area. They've actually, they've actually yes. cut
1: down every tree in the entire campsite. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I guess at that point, I don't even know. Like, how deep can you bury? It? They're just smell everything anyway. I, I guess I'm gonna go bury it. I mean, I don't know. That's hard. Really bury it. You're going to bury the cover and then, <laughs> hey, okay. and then cover it with like the ashes of dead trees and then just cover it. Oh my Rub gosh. Run ashes of dead trees on it. Yeah. So the bear, the bear probably couldn't <laughs> and then, dig it. Yeah,
2: obviously
3: up. poop on wow. it. Wow. Bear. Poop on it just in case. Okay, Carl, what do you do?
2: All right. I know that there's regulations for where you're supposed to camp in this area, but I don't care. I'm going to go farther down the trail. I'm going to camp in an illegal spot because safety first. I don't want to be attacked by a bear. I don't want the bear to take my food. And if the the park service can't come up with a system that prevents the bear from taking my food, I'm taking matters into my own hands.
3: I love this answer. I actually, I, I don't know. I hope people don't, I don't know. I, ho- I hope GDT listeners don't hear this and actually all start doing it because that would be probably bad and ruin a ton of land. But I actually think that's actually a really good uh, perspective. I felt super unsafe and I can't believe that Parks hasn't dealt with this.
2: This is, there's a really easy solution. The bear lockers are super expensive. I mean, that's like a hunk of metal All they've got to do is put in a couple of poles, the bear wire where you can lift your pack or lift your food bag. Bears can't get it. It doesn't take up as much space and it's way safer, way more cost effective.
3: Realistically, this bear should have already been removed from this park. Like he should have been trapped and removed. He's done this multiple times. They have footage of him doing this. Like there's no reason this bear should still be here.
1: So they have footage of him doing it and they still just don't do anything about it. Yeah, that's crazy. it. Actually, blows yeah. my mind that Parks didn't do anything. So I actually think, it, like, yeah, I well,
2: okay, that was a good answer. Okay, um, wait, is this is this Waterton Lakes Park? Yes, this is Waterton Lakes. Okay, so Waterton, if you're a ranger working for Waterton Lakes Park, if you'd like to hire Derek and I to do some bear removal, <laughs> we volunteer. Oh, I'm all about it. Let's go.
1: Let's go. I will slather Carl and in and oil. Yeah, oil. And, and I will, hey bear, hey bear, I'll get him over there. We'll figure it out.
3: And I could right. probably film. And it. then Carl will just run towards the bear, and that will for, shock correct. the bear. Oh yeah,
1: and yeah. somehow that works. I'll get it on a GoPro. Correct. We'll be good. Yeah,
0: it'll be great. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, that was a good one. I, yeah. Seriously, if if you don't watch, if you if you're not interested in watching the video except for this, even just watching that part is worth it. It's ridiculous.
3: Yeah, mm. it's pretty wild. Okay. You are hiking, you're hiking to your resupply point and your shoes have started to break on the last trail. They are showing holes and wear and tear and they are literally hanging on by just a few threads on one Mm, of your shoes. Nice. But you, but, but you're okay. You've got a new set of shoes coming for you. You've Mm. told your roommate to give somebody who's meeting you on trail the exact pair of shoes that you need. They're waiting for you there. You get there and you find out that your roommate accidentally gave you Winter hiking boots that have no tread left on them. That is beautiful. What do you you have eight days of strenuous hiking before
1: you hit the next town? What do you do? That's that's an easy one. Uh, Okay. Oh, I can
2: can describe the scenario in more detail, not even knowing the scenario. So, what you did was you specified which shoes to bring. Yes. You emphasized, you left those shoes out, then you hid. All other shoes in impossible places to find, and the roommate still dug up the winter hiking wow. boots and sent those along anyway. Wow, we talked about
3: this in the last episode, didn't we?
2: No, no, that I, we just have the same kind of friends. Oh, same okay, yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I said,
3: I told him specifically, there's a, a box of brand new hiking shoes that are gray, and he found a like a massive box that was just filled with tons of junk oh. that was actually like a goodwill box, oh. and he found a, right. uh, in that box, he found a. Old ratty tatty pair of winter hiking boots. They were gray, though. I'll give him that much.
2: Wow. Okay. My yeah. Gosh. What do you do? I don't. Man, the shoes thing's tough because because that's a you it's know it's deep. a big ask to rely on a you know a friend to do that. And so
1: yeah, that was your first mistake. I don't right
2: know, there. Derek. Would I trust you with bringing me
1: proper footwear, even if I specified? Would you trust it? me? Of course, you trust me. Absolutely. You I think, think so. You yeah.
3: So. Part, yeah. of, part of the issue here was that at the next town, I was going to be getting picked up and I was going to go back home. And so my plan was to pick up the shoes myself, but my shoes okay. broke before I expected them to. So I needed those shoes earlier than I anticipated. Mm. And so I needed somebody to send them to me. That was the
1: issue. Yikes. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. But what... All that, right, but, Derek, what do you do? Yeah. What, what do, you do you do? I think step one, you get a new roommate. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Um, Finished. Yeah, I think, Got married. And so it's even better. There you go. Take his shoes and give him your shoes. Uh, I don't know if that's an option. Is that an option? No. It wasn't my roommate who brought my shoes.
3: My roommate's my roommate gave them to a guy who I was going oh, to hike boy. with, and he brought them to me. And he actually did offer me his mm. shoes, but I just I did he really? Yeah, I I couldn't do it though. I couldn't. Anyways, I but what do you do?
2: All right. And that guy just to, just to clarify, the guy that brought him the shoes, Derek. That was you and I were not that guy that got invited to nope. go, go with him. No, You weren't. Yes.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is awkward. See, see, see Carl, I okay. don't
3: offer you fake invites. I just don't offer you invites. That's, yeah. Correct. True. Correct.
1: I like that.
2: All right. So I got, I got the solution. I think that, you know, you, you've already used this solution before with a different scenario where you went up to some hikers Ooh. that are on their way out. You got some fuel. It's time to go up to some oh. hikers on no. their way out and say, oh, can I have your, I have shoes. your shoes? shoes? Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, Who are you?
1: That's bold. It's shameless. No. Shameless, Girl. Carl. <laughs> Carl has no shame. doesn't care yeah but it it is an idea though i I honestly didn't think about that okay derek what would you do if you're desperate enough i mean i think that's where you just whip out the duct tape and keep the shoes on do you have duct tape in there i mean yeah i I
3: have i have duct tape
1: i mean can he bring you duct tape over shoes i think i trust him with duct tape
3: i had duct tape and i used Mm. and and so you're you're not wrong I, i i used duct tape and unfortunately the duct tape fell off And then I, and then I, I actually used super glue and duct tape and I was able to create a temporary fix at least for like half a day, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. That's rough. Yeah. It was rough. rough. My, my feet hurt for like months afterwards. And I think it was because of that section of trail, like literal, literal months.
4: Yeah. I believe it. Yeah.
2: I've seen people bring duct tape. We had Brian from Ohio on one of our Patreon trips. Um, he had duct tape, his shoes falling apart as well. And he made it work for the rest of the trip, but I don't think it was going to last. Yeah, we
1: we had a buddy use a safety pin for his flip flops. Oh, that's a, a good idea. Pin. But he's just asking for it at that point. Jesse wasn't really asking for problems, right? I feel like if you're wearing flip flops, you could bring a spare pair. It's not like the end of the world. But yeah. extra shoes. Ooh, that's that's a lot. No, no, yeah, of, a for, lot sure, for sure, for sure uh man jesse these are you
2: encounter some pretty good challenges here and
3: these are just the,
2: this is just the surface scratch i know the there's some of that there's something you haven't even talked about that was in the video
1: i think i think obviously jesse probably had some slippers in the bag You just get the slippers out or the crocs, <laughs> that's, get the crocs out. that's what i should have done and yeah. my sweatpants <laughs> <laughs> oh obviously. well that's a gimme pajama pants pajama pants that's what i
2: meant yeah yeah derek wants to keep talking about the shoes though any, any other thoughts derek you got there
1: <laughs> pass <laughs> pass
2: i'm like closing it out you're like well, well there's other shoe options that we have we got some slippers yes yeah, so you're, you're. i'm the only one who goes down rabbit holes and tangents <laughs> my bad that's that's my fault all right wow um i i think for more adventure you know i think that definitely check out the videos we'll, like i said we'll, we'll link them in our show description and our social media and man, I I just love, this is is like, you know, this reverse interview is kind of a role reversal where we see other people having challenges and rather than kind of poking fun at some of the silly things that happen to us, it's nice to know that silly things happen to other folks as well, so that's good.
3: Yeah, but more silly things happen to you guys, let's be real.
2: All right, my friend, Uh, that was a reverse interview. That was pretty cool.
1: Ooh, that was a uh, unexpected but uh i i felt like we passed even though we've apparently failed uh i felt like we would have held our own um okay. you know i don't know what would you you don't think you would have made it or what like with the shoes i think
2: we had some good answers for sure the shoes i feel like you had the better answer than i did i don't really know i think i mean i would have worn the hiking boots i suppose if they were mine i, w- I could have toughed it out for a couple of days but that would have been rough yeah Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I'm relying. It's tough to rely on other people to deliver things.
1: It is, but when you're in that when you're in that boat of like something's falling apart, you kind Mm -hmm. of have to, right?
2: Yeah. So I did this long endurance event. This is a long time ago with Rocky in Yosemite, and it was like this 30 mile trail. We're we're doing it in one day, Mm -hmm. and I was very mindful of how famished I was going to be at the end of the trail. So I had all sorts of like you know goodies and blueberries and antioxidant stuff and I kind of packed and I was like, I want all of this right when I finish. And but I had to rely on a member of my family to Ooh. like leave the vehicle at the trailhead. Yeah. And when we got there No vehicle. Not only was the vehicle not there, we had to like wait an extra half an hour for somebody to show up and hope that they were showing up because there was like nobody around. What? Yeah. And so we I mean we were famished. Like we were wiped out after nine hours on the trail of just kind of getting after it. And so I, yeah, I kind of, I think I handled it okay, but I was really upset, to be honest.
1: What, what was the reason? Like, what happened?
2: Um, they were just kind of off doing their own thing. They just didn't really, like, care. Wow. wow. <laughs> it wasn't my wife. It was, it was an older member of our family. It was somebody who just was like, yeah, it's not really a priority. Even though I was like, you know, it was my vehicle and I, you know, I, I don't know.
4: It's a lot
1: of l- lack of empathy. We'll go with that. Um, That's terrible.
2: Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it probably was more my fault in the end for trying to plan that event in the midst of all, you know, of a family trip. I think it maybe was a, I was being a little selfish there, but we'd planned that first. And then I invited everyone else to kind of join as kind of the structure. But mm-hmm. anyway, well, any other takeaways from, from Jesse's? I mean, stuff? great,
1: great scenarios. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. obviously he had some struggles that uh, nobody wants to endure with uh, backpacks right. and shoes and, you know, equipment failure and all this stuff. I feel like that. Did he prep well enough? Cuz there's so many things that went wrong. Like, did he prep mm-hmm. well enough overall? I mean, yeah, I, don't I mean, know.
2: You, it's hard to yeah, when you're doing a massive trip like this with so many moving parts and pieces and yeah, it's mm-hmm. a great question. Maybe not. Going by yourself just, you know, you have nobody to kind of bounce ideas off of in that regard. Right, but I think right. yeah, what makes me sort of feel better about some of our ridiculous situations is You know, we get people that listen in on our stories and then they just kind of respond in judgment. They're like, uh, you guys Mm. need to do this better and this better and this better, implying that that their trips go perfectly without a hitch, right? Correct. When really, there's always an issue going on. Always.
1: Yeah. I think there's something... Every trip. And if, you know, yeah. it, it's kind of, again, I'm going to say this till I die. It's like, I think it's kind of enjoyable when, when you have a little hiccup here and there because it makes it more adventurous. The
2: cha- you like the challenge, you like the obstacles. I just think that you're going to have more of these hiccups, as you're saying, when you bring characters along. And I would rather bring characters that are interesting people along True. Than just, you know, have somebody, you know, shushing me on the mountaintops, so to speak. (laughs) Shushing.
1: (laughs) When you crumble the edge of a trail, like I did, and you get, you know, (laughs) reprimanded viciously and swiftly, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh.
2: I thought of you the other day because uh, my son turned on like an old episode of Mythbusters, and they were out in the Utah desert doing like a survival scenario. Oh. And so they were like dropped somewhere, and then they had to use duct tape to kind of like, you know, move all their gear from point A to point B. And they were not on a trail. They were just plowing through the crust, of the Like, it was just just completely destroying it, I just thought. But they were outside a National Park, and I thought, you know, this is really well-protected inside the park. But, man, you step outside, and people are all over the place.
1: Oh, man, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. Those darn Mythbusters. Okay. That was funny.
2: All right, well, thanks again to to Jesse for coming on the show. And, yeah, please check out his his stuff on YouTube. I think he would appreciate that. Give him some feedback, leave some comments, and, uh, yeah. Do we have some trivia? We got some trivia. We got some trivia. We got, since it's the Great Divide Trail, I've got division trivia
4: oh boy, coming
2: up right after this.
4: This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis as your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more.
2: Division trivia, my friend. Here we go. We're still tied one-to-one. We each have a loss, so... Um, Ooh, okay. What All is right. five divided by ten? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is what you want to do? Yeah, this is
2: question number one. It's division trivia. You want
1: to do, like, legit math <laughs> yeah, problems? Yeah, is this yeah. what you want to yeah. do? You're smart. All right, five i i i mean i guess i'm i guess i'm smart all right okay five five divided by ten uh is backwards it's just like point five it's like yeah oh, good, job. Like good job good yeah, job yeah i thought you might yeah. blow through that and think it was two but no you got that one right all right no no i've been doing fifth grade math with my
2: daughter <laughs> okay. all year so i'll we'll be right. on it uh number two who nailed 95 theses to a church door in order to divide the catholic church into two different
1: parts 95 what to the door? Theses. Oh, theses. Okay. Yeah. Like, I thought you said, I thought you said feces. I was like, wait yeah, on. there might have been a little bit of that too. You, yeah. Uh, feces and theses. So yeah. they nailed 95 of these to the door. To the
2: door of a church to divide okay. the Catholic Church into two different parts, two different sects, so to speak.
1: Uh huh. So, so who was it or, or yeah, who do was you want it? me to solve the 95 divided by two?
2: <laughs> I used the word divide in dividing the church,
1: my friend. See what I did there? 95 divided by two is 47.5. Let's get that out of the way. Um,
2: I was, I have no clue. I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't remember this one. Right. I don't remember this. All right. Uh, his name is Martin Luther. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Started the Protestant church. Kind of a big deal. We'll go kind half point on that. Okay. 47.5. No. <laughs> okay. All right, well, third one, you got to get this one right to pass. Oh, it is geez. multiple choice. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Which of the following is not a type of division mm. in the U.S. Army, either modern or historical? <laughs> oh, shoot. I
0: don't know. <laughs> okay. okay.
2: Not a type of division. So you got A, cavalry, uh-huh. B, infantry, C, mountain, or D, naval. Ooh. This is- so this could be modern or historical uh- division.
1: D- this is divisions of of military, of U.S. Army. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay, so you got mountain, cavalry, um, infantry, naval. Oh gosh, infantry and naval division of infantry, division of naval, division of cavalry. Cavalry mm-hmm. sounds old, but sounds legit. Hmm. Oh. could be. <laughs> I hate your tone right <laughs> now. I hate your tone. <laughs> um.
2: This is like tension because you might fail a trivia. This is rare
1: for you. I mean, geez. Okay, let me... It's multiple choice, though. It's multiple okay, choice, okay, so right. we'll see. Um, I'm going to... Okay, so we have... I think there's definitely an infantry. Uh, I think there's an airborne... Well, you didn't say airborne, did you? You didn't say airborne. I did not say airborne, but you're there's, correct. There there's, is definitely, there's definitely an airborne.
2: Yeah. Mount, Are you looking Mount, it up now? Is that how you get that one?
1: No, no. I wish. Um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish I could do it. I'm going to go with... This is probably gonna be wrong. Mountain. I'm gonna go mountain.
2: Mountain is incorrect. Yeah, I know. Really, the navy. The navy's not in the army, dude. Naval division. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I that was a catch. An
1: obvious dude, one. We've been recording Whoa. far too long that It's so late right now, too. Okay, I'm gonna, I should have known that.
2: It's all right, two uh, to one. But wow. we got we got a long way to go, man. A long a way to long go. Way to and go. let's be honest with the type of questions you ask me. This is gonna be just a blip on the radar here.
1: That's, uh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. All
2: right. I got one tidbit. Just a quick reminder. Um, I haven't put this out for a while, but, yeah. Please, if you are on Strava or plan to be on Strava, I've got a, a few folks who have kind of joined up, and it'd be cool just to kind of track each other, especially as we get to training. And I'm I'm just trying to throw as much encouragement out there as possible. I will follow you back. I'm under Carl Mandrioli. Rocky is under Red River. And, uh, yeah, just kind of check it out if you're on that app. And, no judgment. You go fast. You go slow. You do a lot. You do a little bit. We just want to be encouraging to each other. So check out the Strava. And
1: that, my friend, is all I got. That's all I got. Guys, check out the uh, social handles uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon at Backpacking Blisters Podcast. We will see you next time. Adios. One, I was just thinking to myself, like, if he ever go on a trip with uh, Jesse, I mean, look, I, I know he like quote unquote learned from his lessons. I know he quote unquote, you know, is gonna do better next time or whatever. But like, look, I'm I'm bringing, I mean, I'm bringing mouse traps with me anytime I go with him because if he's bringing parmesan and melting powers, like, I'm I'm not gonna sleep well and I'm gonna be here and traps snapping all over him and near his tent and everywhere. So better safe than sorry, Jess. Keep the cheese at home or get the Ziploc. Do it.
0: I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.